Milky Way galaxy, a cluster of more than 100 billion stars over 100,000 light years across. Our sun is a somewhat average star located far out from the center of this system. And on a clear night like this, you can see several thousand stars, or so some astronomers say. Well, how about this astronomer? Stories go back to ancient biblical times, indicating that perhaps life forms from other worlds had visited, even walked the Earth. Something bothers me, Professor. What do these life forms be like? Could they be non-human? It was once a cow. They're spaceships from another world. And the creatures that pilot them, they look like demons out of hell. I know. I seen them. My name is Mitch. And I'm Christopher, and we are a horror movie podcast. We talk about horror movies from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the, the early 2000s, 2000s, and sometimes today. Today. Hi. Hi. I don't know why I did a weird thing. That's How weird. are you? I'm all right. I'm good, too. After a long day, nothing beats coming home and slipping into a warm podcast. Exactly. We didn't have an episode last week no. due to seasonal depression. Yes. But uh, what is book talk about yeah. you want to today? I have listened. Start, let's get going. Yeah. Get okay. Gone. Let's do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, this week, I over the past two days, really, I have listened to Dark Roads. It's a book by Canadian author chevy stevens uh it is a very canadian name yeah it is i would definitely say it's more like thriller horror adjacent although there is a serial killer in it so it sort of applies yeah well Um, if silence of the lambs is a horror that's very true this book is about a town that's by a highway cool i think it's like old creek or something Ooh, as um, someone who grew up in a town on a highway yeah. and uh women have been going missing along this highway since forever uh-oh the highway of tears exactly baby. thinly veiled uh and then uh so naturally who is it oh no uh we it's follow me? we follow our protagonist oh. as her father tragically passes away now she's an orphan has to live with her her aunt and her aunt's uh, very controlling, weird uh, police officer husband. Oh, uh, never good. Is he the killer? Maybe. Is he just a fucking creep weirdo? Maybe. Who knows? Uh, and I don't know. I liked it. Uh, it was well written. Good. It had my usual, like my usual complaint of like where the climax is too short was not present. It was nicely stretched out over two hours uh i don't know i there were surprises in it Ah. uh and the characters are well written good it's always nice when there's like a dude in the books who's like not 
weird or creepy or you know what i mean like there's like a couple of dudes who are like hey let me help you out lady and yeah not be weird about it i don't know it was just like the whole book it was a good book if you're looking at something to listen to i recommend it uh not my favorite book i will mm-hmm. say but uh well done not everything has to be exactly some things can just be enjoyable mm-hmm. and fall in that vast space known as the middle yeah i i i did like so often in these books where it's like so and so goes to a small town to see about her missing sister or yeah. whatever well i mean that's like such a classic setup oh definitely especially but it, for tv shows in the past like oh 15 yeah years oh yeah or like i'm going back to my home yeah but so often the people who we follow are like police officers which i guess makes sense because they're the people investigating yeah stuff. They, they're in the know it's harder nowadays i think because in like old mystery mm-hmm. novel times i feel like it was much more believable and easy to be like oh this person has inserted themselves into the investigation and the police are cooperating with yeah, them and yeah, giving yeah, them yeah. info definitely and now yeah so that was one thing i really liked about this where the cop was the antagonist yeah. and everyone else is super powerless against him so they really have to like be very very clever about what they That's do right. and how they do it and by antagonist you don't mean the perpetrator correct well, he's like the antagonist for this girl throughout the whole book because he's so controlling and gotcha. yeah, creepy and yeah, scary. No, no, sorry. I yeah. just wanted to make sure you weren't like giving no. a spoiler. <laughs> no. So, so yeah. Check it out. Chevy, if you're listening. Hi. Gold stars. I mean, I know she's not listening and that's incredibly patronizing, but. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Eh. I don't know. So, should we jump right into talking yeah, about this movie Yeah, what today? a movie. Did you like it? Uh, I didn't dislike it. It was certainly of the species of movie that is so bad that it's entertaining. Yeah. And like... It's tight. It's a short movie. Phenomenally, weirdly bad. Like it was definitely... Oh yeah, it's like a psychotronic. Yeah. It was not good at all, but it was not good in the... Not good in the way that's very charming. Very charming. Yes. And I thought it looked nice. Oh, fantastic for one of these Apparently it was shot with an old news camera. Nice. That yeah. makes sense. But yeah, I think the cinematographer did a really good job. It, oh, yeah. A lot of the time it gave me like uh, John Carpenter or mm-hmm. like uh, First Encounters. It was very... What? Encounters of the, the fourth, fourth kind, kind. The third kind. Close third, Encounters uh, of the Fourth. Close Encounters. Yeah, yeah, there it is. I was so scared of that movie because <laughs> of the weird aliens. Do, 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 do. Yeah. They sing at you. They do. Yeah tone tonally what is that there was that like uh where you have simon. to match simon yeah this is a big simon that. yeah i did not relic growing up that mm-hmm. my grandmother had anyway anyway uh, from 1986 mm-hmm. it is written and directed by larry thomas it stars al baker as professor mcfarland shelly creel as libby uh, interestingly, she's married to the assistant cameraman from Terror at Ten Killer. Oh, what a quinky dink. Yeah. John Bliss as Oliver. Uh, he's in Dixie Dynamite, Chain Gang Women, Andy Richter Controls the Universe, uh, Miracle Worker. Hmm. And we've got Bill Buckner as Buck and Matthew Hicksonball oh. as Roger. He does costuming now. Uh, he worked on August, a Sage Country. Okay. At, we have Catherine Hudson as Anne. This was pretty much everyone's only thing, except for oh, yeah. I believe the, it. Oliver, the John Bliss guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we start with some stills of various galaxies. Yeah, it's outer space, and we are always moving to the right, 
No <laughs> lefts, only to the right, to the future. And kablam, there's a comet or something? Yeah, there's like a weird little thing. What's that moving around? And we get some voiceover explaining the mm-hmm. Milky Way from Professor McFarlane. Yes. As he's teaching his students about astronomy. The Milky Way galaxy. And then his secretary, sorry, his secretary and compadre. Yes. And <laughs> comes... Um, and the dubbing is very funny. And on a clear night like this, we can see several thousand stars, or so some astronomers say. Well, how about this astronomer? Oh, Ann, glad you could come. You knew I would come. For those of you who don't know, this is Ann Bennett, my secretary, assistant, and loyal compadre. Oh, it was That's hilarious. Very funny. My loyal compadre. Yeah. So he's introducing Anne to the students? Yeah. You'd like, think they would know who Anne is at this point. Yeah, you would. There's Jerry and Roger and Libby and what was the other girl's name? Who, like, dies? I honestly, Fran. Fran, yeah. Fran, yes. Uh, spoiler alert. I, it doesn't really matter, I guess. The glasses oh, guy. Oh, Eugene. Yeah, I, Eugene. I just refer to him as the 50-year-old. Oh, throughout yeah. my entire definitely notes, definitely <laughs> this like weird 50 year old amongst uh 25 year old guy with the thick glasses right yeah, yeah for sure so the students ask about like mcfarland's thoughts about aliens and he totally believes in him mm-hmm. and then they see the comet meteor thing whoa it's like a dancing pinkish fly overhead very slowly uh, and he talks about how there were like some reports Back in the day, yeah. at the turn of the century, from Russia, about a crash, crashed spaceship. Yes, he is, of course, referring to the incident that took place over Siberia, the Tunguska event, where there was a huge explosion that flattened miles and miles of countryside because a giant thing, like a 60-meter-across rock. A giant thing? Smashed into the Siberian tundra. Ooh, that's yeah. rough. Yeah, it that is. That sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't live in the Siberian tundra. It's kind of interesting because the next time that that happened, which was in 2013 or 2014, like where a big rock actually came onto Earth, Yeah, it also happened in Russia. Oh. Which I guess makes sense because yeah, it's the largest it's like, country in the world. Like but up, up top there. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it's outside yeah it's yeah. like up top so we go to this homeless encampment right yeah man where it's they're like a hobo camp reading the news about cattle mutilations mm-hmm. when the meteor flies by overhead i mean like okay. oh let's go see it like i said before content aside mm-hmm. i think it's shot like pretty well this whole scene was giving me very much like they live like carpenter it reminded me a lot like the lighting and stuff was very yellow almost like lurid yeah and the spaceship effects are pretty bad um yes the acting is pretty bad i mean (laughs) the dubbing is pretty bad but the dubbing is almost charming yeah the spaceship looks like uh professor farnsworth ship from futurama if you painted it silver yeah it does look like the planetary express yeah hmm 
it looks like very similar to that except like more round instead of long yeah yeah it's very like 50s b movie oh yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. a santa claus versus the aliens or whatever. maybe that's how i should be looking at this movie like that it's was from sort the of 50s. like how i tried to look at it because it was really giving that to me that's kind of that makes it even more charming yeah. i'm just gonna say charming 12 more times do it well okay. it was it was very charming yes. so it makes sense i mean if that's the fucking mm-hmm. descriptor if we were giving this a uh like a a thing in a yearbook keywords yeah that would definitely have a great summer you charming fuck (laughs) so these drunk unhoused people are fucked up one guy just like they are like we're gonna go investigate except for one guy until he hears his friends screaming for help yeah because he's like these aliens aren't gonna take my booze so he goes to examine it more closely. Don't go there. And the aliens start walking out. Ugh, very slowly. The, the drunkard is attacked by its wormy handclaw thing. You cannot... I mean, this this alien is moving at the speed of sound, obviously. Yeah. He just can't get away. They, he's too... The alien is too fast. They fun. use some stock coyote howls yeah. in the background. Um, the so, alien has like a three clawed appendage, sort of like a sloth. Yeah, that it uses to latch onto the guy's face, and it's got the them backward legs. Uh oh, like a like a like a dog, dog walking on its hind legs. <laughs> so the next day in class, uh, mm-hmm. they're talking about the existence of other life. It's pretty much just exposition explaining the yes. plausibility of the plot that we're currently watching. Yeah. Um, the we're- crazy thing is that because of the weird sound it really felt like watching someone else's nightmare. Like I was watching a, yeah. someone else's dream. Yeah. Well, it was sort of like the beginning of like blue velvet where it's dubbed. She's getting off the airport and it's dubbed mm-hmm. intentionally to do that effect. It's, it's, it's yeah. interesting. Cause mm-hmm. it sort of had like a, a sheen, like a fuzz to it. Oh too, yeah. That was very interesting. Or maybe that was Mulholland drive. It does not matter. I'm never watching those again. <laughs> Sorry, Lynch fans. One student, Connie, she, she is, ultimately gets impaled oh um, connie so she's bothered by this conversation yep. which the professor notices mm-hmm. and he asks her and she's like could they be non-human i mean obviously oh connie, my god what, the fuck what? Are we talking about here uh, and then the glasses guy the 50 Eugene, year old yeah is like very intrigued he hadn't thought about this possibility in the slightest and he's like oh my god, god. and then he turns like around a slow look to the uh laboratory skeleton oh my god they look nothing like that skeleton yeah they look They'd have three arms. And we learn that Anne and the professor are taking the students up for a trip to the place where the comet crashed that's having all of the trouble with these mutilations. Very forever. Very hill. Uh, The professor is like, oh, you know, SETI. They're listening for aliens. NASA. Yeah. Uh, And also the Bible. Yeah, there's a lot of biblical and prophecies, the fiery disc and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And then in the background, there's uh, the kinetic equation, quote unquote, and a diagram of the Voyager spacecraft. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. It's like, so the professor and Anne are talking and then it cuts to the next day. Yes. And it's very funny because it goes from them like talking and then it, just jumps right to Anne coming up being like, how's my favorite professor this morning? <laughs> oh, excuse me, Dr. Kessler. That's quite all right, Anne. I was just leaving. Our young man here is going to need plenty of help, though, as he goes up to Barry Hill. 
And what brings the distinguished Dr. Paul Kessler to your office this morning? Oh, he just wanted me to go on one of his meteor hunting expeditions with him. One thing, though. What is it, Jim? Oh, he thought it might be a little dangerous going up to Berry Hill. Hmm. How is my favorite professor this morning? A lot better since you're here now. We just bought this new van. It's Yeah, it's the trip day, and the kids and their 50-year-old classmate start gathering for the trip. Yep. Uh, they read the newspaper detailing mm-hmm. these cattle mutilations. And sightings and whatnot. And then there's like a long sequence of them embarking on their journey past swathes of cattle and dead plants. Uh-oh. Another 10 or 15 miles as the crow flies. So it's it's like 10 minutes away from you? Uh, well, it was when Libby was asking oh, how far I away see. they were. Uh, while they're driving there, there's this like ominous string music, like Jaws playing. Yeah, I actually didn't mind that. <laughs> yeah, not, neither did I. Because it. I wish a... this had like a synth score. Ooh, that would have been so good. It would have made it so much better. The, I guess the nice thing about the the Jaws theme is that it wasn't a complete ripoff of Jaws, like it usually is yeah. in these movies. <laughs> it was like its own thing, so that was good. They stop. Because uh, suddenly, fifty-year-old yeah. sees something horrible that none of them else happened to see, even though they're all crammed in this little van. It's a claymation-skinned cow thing yeah. that's mutated and becomes something else, and it's really upset. It's flopping around for a second, it and then it, it dies. It's claymation, but they're spooked, so they decide to get the heck out of there. Mm-hmm. So we see the toes of the thing watching them and then they see the spaceship above and everything starts glowing and shaking they also while they were in the field uh is it dead and it immediately dies right then and then the professor's like i think it may be now yeah like you needed to ask the professor that one and then also the professor has his handheld geiger counter just going crazy. (laughs) Yeah, the acting's very bad. Yeah. But gee whiz, I loved it. Yes. Um (laughs) interesting thing about the acting, I guess like a few of them were uh recruited, like Libby and uh Roger, the guy with like the long hair. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They had gone to school together and everything. And I guess he's from like a prominent Tulsa family. Um (laughs) but they were in a Star Wars troupe together where they would like go to parties and stuff dressed as star wars characters so she was like princess leia and yeah that's really interesting actually she like took over because his mom would do it where his mom was princess leia of course and then, like she took over as princess leia so they were poached from there yeah i hope she roger no didn't have to play in luke into his oh. own mom that sucks i don't know for a while and uh, sorry, you heard ours. Keep yeah, shutting off. I like I liked Roger's uh, long hair. Yeah, long eighties yeah, yeah. hair. He reminded me of one of the characters from Cyberpunk. Yeah, the, the rocker yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where were we? We oh, were, they yeah, leave. Yeah, and, yeah, oh, and then the cars, the car the, starts sorry, shaking. The new van starts shaking. Something's trying to take it over, but it's not, trying to steer not really. It. Um, yeah. because they eventually make their escape and they make their way to a diner. Mm-hmm where they meet the owner who explain like they explain why they're there and he's like well we're glad to have you people around here are private folks Mm -hmm. the in this whole scene the actor who's playing the professor seems like he's moments away from puking 
Yeah, so, well, I think they were all trying to be like, we're exhausted after yeah. our deal. <laughs> I just assumed seen. he was probably hungover or something. Yeah, that would make that sense. Actor. I also like the, like, can we get a burger and fries for everyone here? Except for Livy. Yeah. She's like, no, no, I don't know. No, no beef for me. me. After Which what we've seen. makes fucking sense. Yeah. Uh, it, just being like, burger and fries for everyone. Woo! Could not be more American, I guess. Yeah, I guess. What I mean, uh, here's the thing. That is also such like a standard that I would feel comfortable going to any diner and ordering a burger and fries. Yeah, because if they fuck it up really badly, you it's know still you fine. have to get out of it. Yeah, because you're like, if they can't even do this right, and they're like, yeah, you're probably getting frozen patties, but that's part of the charm of going to a shitty roadstock oh, diner. Of course, or maybe they're local birds made of local. When cows. we would stop at things like this growing up, uh, when we would like go to my cottage and stuff. We, I would usually get a clubhouse, I guess, or a Caesar salad. Mm-hmm. Caesar salad was really my go-to pretty much everywhere. You know, it's funny. I am trying to think about stopping for food on trips or like camping trips or anything. And uh, we would always prepack stuff. So we never bought food. We would only do it sometimes. It wasn't like we would always stop. Uh, yeah. And normally it was just with my grandmother. But there were also like a few ice cream stops along the way that we would Hell go on. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Like hard scoops. Mm. Could get that cotton candy bubble gum. Uh, or my favorite, Tiger Paw. Ah, uh, anyway. Memories. I keep going off on tangents and That's forgetting okay. where we are. It's fine. Uh, so they are in the diner. Oh, they right, order right, right. the hamburgers. Uh, and then... I think it's Buck, right? Approaches them. He yes. was the best actor in the mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. By far the best actor in the movie. And he tells them about his personal sighting of yeah. the aliens where his two German shepherds were murdered by them. Torn apart and 12 cows. And he's got a big gun that he taps on. And, and they really focus on And it. then, like, uh, Eugene is like, oh my shots. god, yeah. a gun! Like, they love his reaction You shots. live in Oklahoma, dude. <laughs> like, this should be Durger. Whatever. And the diner owner tells them about the local hermit, mm-hmm. Oliver... Who can probably give them some more information because he's been terrorized by these aliens every night for yep. years. And, and everyone thinks he's crazy. But then he went to a psychiatrist and the psychiatrist put him under hypnosis. And that and he knew that they were aliens. He told the exact same story. And Don't also, remember. also, he lives in this 1920s bootlegger house. And... um. The, they're alien creatures. That's yeah. what he says. Blah, blah, like pure It's funny because though. that movie we watched last night also involved like bootlegger tunnels. It's such an easy, convenient. Yeah. Interesting. Like how else are there going to be tunnels in a house? <laughs> it's either the Underground Railroad or bootlegging. So they leave. Well, no. First of all, Sorry. they square up the the fee for the, for the burgers and fries. Oh, okay. Fifth. $15 highway robbery for six burgers and fries, says Eugene, basically, <laughs> complaining at how Ooh, expensive can we look it that is. up? Yeah, definitely. Inflation, Inflation calculator. calculator. United States. Calculator. Com. <laughs> okay, doing it. Oh, 1989. Uh, 1986. $15 until today's dollars. Yeah. We're doing it. Do, 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 do. We're the math cast. Oh, God. 15, not 5, you stupid God thing. damn it. Uh, 15 is equivalent to 37.85 today. An increase of 22.85. 
over 35 years. That's nothing. Yeah. I mean, inflation is obviously I, terrible. I mean, that's still like, really cheap. Like yes. $40 for all those for burgers six, in six this day and age. Yeah, I However, agree. food cost inflation also Very probably true. not included in that. So it would be more expensive. Also, I don't think anyone actually got the hamburger or fries. No, that's true. Yeah, I don't think they did. Because they came in, they sat down, they offered to help, and then they leave. But I appreciate that they didn't like have them sit there and eat for like 20 minutes yep. or whatever. Okay, well, let's get out of here. And then they leave and they see a big fire, uh, which was a real forest fire that they happened upon while filming and wrote it into the script. That's very convenient. I like how after they leave, the people in there are like, those kids are going to need a lot of luck. And then, dun, 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 and we cut over the shoulder to this deer head, and then we slowly dissolve to the <laughs> fire. Like, ah, the deer head. So naturally, they decide to go take a closer look at this fire. Mm-hmm. And uh, they find a big burned pit. I'll and, drive up. Uh, uh, then we get some big lightning Uh-oh, air quotes the in the sky. Um, for some reason, they continue on and through changing times of day. We get a uh, scene it's like of nighttime, them, then it's daytime. Nighttime, daytime. Because of the storm, we get a scene of them laboriously parking and exiting the van and yeah. then walking away from it. At Oliver's house. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, he doesn't want their help, and he like warns them oh, that wait. they're getting into some deep shit. Before it's too late. But the storm keeps getting worse and worse, mm-hmm. so he agrees to let them come in. Mm-hmm. And inside, he's got some like spooky sculptures... He tells them his story and yeah. how he saw them and, uh, like, they them like being demons. the aliens. And they shot him with a stun, stun gun. gun, and he also throws some Mormon stuff yeah, in there. Yeah, he has a face scar from Smith. the stun gun. He's like, uh, they didn't, when they took me away to the psych hospital and gave me electroshock, they didn't believe me any more than they did Joseph Smith. And then naturally, one of the girls is like, Joseph Smith, I have an interest in world religions. He's, he was the founder and leader of Mormonism. Yeah, is that right? I think that right? was Libby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, These students, pretty much, they just keep talking in circles. <laughs> oh, they, like they that's really fascinating. don't want us to forget mm. that there were cattle mutilations. Yeah, like the name. Constantly. The name of the movie. reminding us. Mutilations. So Oliver tells him about his first alien mm-hmm. sightings in 1947. And Mesa Verde. The Air Force threatened him a bunch to keep quiet. Mm-hmm. So he's basically been plagued by aliens his whole life. Like on this Ever since he was place. a kid. The yeah. aliens first landed in the 50s. And they hear a noise. Mm-hmm. And they look outside. And it's just as the spaceship gets hit by lightning and comes crashing in right towards the house, like speed two. Very slowly. Cruise control. Piling up dirt in front of it. Just like speed two cruise control. As it's moving directly towards the friggin' house. And we gotta get out of here. Yeah, Oliver is just like, I'm ready. And he doesn't stand there. Uh, and then it crashes into the house. The roof falls mm-hmm. down on Connie, who gets uh, buried and impaled. later we see impaled. It really sucks. And the remaining kids find Oliver and Connie's dead bodies. Eugene is going to be sick. So he runs to get some water from the kitchen that is filled with ominous smoke. Yes, everything in this house is suddenly slightly ashy. Like, like no one's ever cleaned it suddenly. Yeah. Rubbing up against it. 
And then all of the cupboards start shaking. And they're filled with light. And all the dishes are falling and out. And the tentacle what claw could be going comes on? out. And it grabs Eugene. And Again. And his skin starts getting crazy. And his head shrinks. way too fast for him to get out of the way. Deforms no into hope. a very strange thing. Can I just say, the, this was great. Yeah, I liked it. This was very really nasty. Yeah. And it wasn't wet either no it was dry it was dry like it was sucking all the goo out of yeah. his insides until they come in and they see all of his goo on the ground yeah he's like been dissolved all in melted. acid basically and they uh, they know they need to leave uh-oh i mean the smoke alone this thing is putting out is yep. wild they're gonna end up with some sort of crazy cancer exactly and uh, they're like okay we gotta find a way out of here kids you go this way and my secretary and I will go in the opposite direction away from you so and you can die. <laughs> while they're skulking around, Fran decides to go wash her face. Yeah, and I've got to wash my face. She thinks she hears something in the tub, mm -hmm. but then when she does like the, wow, I'm pulling the there's curtain, nothing there's nothing there. there. I'm so stupid and silly. <laughs> what was I thinking? But then there's a noise on a window. Uh oh And she sees the alien outside. Ah! She screams, everyone else comes running, and at this point, they know that there's only one way out, and it's into the cellar, as the professor points mm -hmm. out. It's, I was going to say, it's death. <laughs> They're surrounded. It takes them a very long time to clear the door, mm -hmm. and then once they get down there, they find a nice selection of weapons. Yes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I loved it. The professor picks up this, like, machete, and mm -hmm. he does, like, a whole, like, picks it up and, like, looks down. Yeah, the, the scope of the, the machete. The scope of the machete. <laughs> Assessing the testing straightness the weight, of the blade. Yeah. Testing the heft, the feel in his hands. I wonder if this actor has like a sword, classical like sword acting I training. I fucking hope so. He better. So He oh passes no. that off to Jerry, mm -hmm. who's the glasses guy. Yes. Um, but not the 50-year-old glasses guy. Yeah. Eugene. Yeah. This is like young glasses guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, then the professor takes a an axe instead. Yeah. What did you think of the noises that the aliens make? <laughs> that was clear. It sounds like they're ch choking to death on pudding. And there's like English mixed in there backwards. Yeah. Run yeah, backwards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure, whatever. Yeah, it's very interesting. I always find it funny when it's like the aliens are simultaneously super high tech and also extremely based. extremely low tech. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very like fascist propaganda like. The left, they're weak soy boys, but they're also Antifa terrorists, you know? Yeah, you well, know? tell me something I don't, I don't know. don't know, yeah, yeah. So, uh, they're, these people have been coming down and killing and eating cattle. Raw! <sighs> yeah, that was weird. Like, we know that. You know that. And the fact that it's raw doesn't make it any better no, or worse. No, do you think Who they're, cares? like, sous them? Yeah. They are eating cattle, but it's fine because it's cooked, just like we do it. And they realize that they're going to have to fight back. Yeah. And then the one one alien breaks through the door and kills Fran. Burst right through her. Oh, actually. I hated this so much. And I thought they again the effects were good on this one. Yeah, I just felt so bad for her. Oh, me too. And uh, then the the arm is sticking through, and they chop it yeah, off. Yeah, Professor McFarland yeah. gets it. Cuts it off with the axe, and there's lots of close-ups. It's still moving. Uh, like, really severe close-ups of mm -hmm. people's faces. And, like, I love Roger it. and the doctor. Like, Roger's particularly upset about these deaths. Well, I like that we get a lot of face reactions. Yeah. And also, there's, like, crazy well, Dutch it feels angles. like Evil Dead, too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. 
<laughs> She's dead, Professor. She's dead. <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> First Connie, then Eugene, now Fred. How many more of us have to die? <laughs> Jensen and Hill warned you, but you brought us here anyway. Roger, please. We're all under stress. <laughs> Get your hand off me, damn it. Which I never even known you. <laughs> I, I definitely did think that this person uh, had watched Evil Dead 2 mm-hmm. for that stuff. And uh, I guess the claymation kind of gave me like Evil Dead oh, vibes as well. Certainly, But I think certainly. 1986 was maybe a little too late for that sort of and, effect. I mean, the claim- well, the creatures in this were not amazing, but the claymation was very... Oh, yeah. For such a... The cr- amount of effort that must have taken would have been wild. And what I presume to be a extremely small budget movie. Yeah, like, right? It, I think they shot this in two weeks. It seemed like the claymation was professionally done. It, it well, looked like it looked like a knockoff Harryhausen. It did of. look like Harryhausen shit. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Terms of, totally in terms right. of the like that weird like organic feeling to it. You yeah, know what I mean? like the scrabbly quality to it. One hundred percent. I totally agree with mm-hmm. you. It's interesting because that stuff was so well done, but then the rest of it wasn't. It was just. It was a very interesting movie where there were like the parts of it that were like. I really like, I, I, want, I want to hold this and just like touch it, you know? And then there are these other parts, but when you look at it as a whole, I guess, I mean, it's very. Oh yeah. yeah. I still like it mm-hmm. because of the like craziness of it, which yeah. I always appreciate, but it's definitely in terms of like those really like bizarre out there movies like this, it's pretty low on my list. Like the dead next door, mm-hmm. I would say is kind of similar but it's so much better. Or like uh, that other one, the Decato one, where it's post-apocalyptic and it has Linnea Quigley in it. Oh fuck! And they're in the the uh, creepazoids. Yes, very similar. I the the um, teacher or professor takes class on an excursion and things don't go as planned. Yeah, is such a great category of movie. And it was a good setup for this mm-hmm. stuff too. Like Horror House on Highway 5 has yep. the same setup. Or uh, this one called Scalps, which we won't ever do because yeah. <laughs> for, for obvious, obvious reasons. reasons. <laughs> um, I should get you to watch it though. Because yes. it, uh, it is very kooky. It uh, certainly could not exist in today. <laughs> I think it's good to watch those things to be like, wow. <laughs> oh boy. I lost where I was again. That's okay. Uh, so they're triumphant. We did it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. killed it. They're not expecting a fight. Well, like, so McFarlane, he, like, there's a scene of him hearing all of the warnings echo around in his head he's while he stares guilty. at the dismembered claw twitching on the ground. He's feeling guilty, as he should. I really am kind of worried about those kids going on up to Madison's place. Yeah, we're going to need a been landing in this valley for years. They look like demons out of hell. Leave, I tell you. Leave while you still can. Leave while you still can. While you still can. While you still can. How often in these movies do people feel guilty like this? And that's I wish he had when... said, like, this is all my fault. That's when they remember that this was a bootlegger's house. Oh, so they can just go through these tunnels. Mm-hmm. Um, Filled with night smoke. So they're off. And the tunnels lead them right to a dead end. There's a spear as well, which they call a cul-de-sac. 
Yep. <laughs> Anne does call it a cul-de-sac. It was very funny. Uh, so they all sit down and they wax poetic about the wrongs of man and mm-hmm. how bad Nazis are. Yep. And ain't we're not the only ones. It sounds like other intelligent life is just as bad, if not worse. And meanwhile, Longhair Roger is doing some battle with one of the aliens briefly mm-hmm. before he also falls victim. Yeah, he also gets his face sucked. Uh, the cave looks like the Leprechaun Cave. Um, okay. The Leprechaun Cave, cave looks like foam. This yes. looks like towels. Definitely, yeah. Like it looks straight up like towels. Well, well you can tell that they just Painted took a they took a bunch of chicken wire, paper mache over it when they had like bunched it up, and then yeah. just spray painted it. Yeah, oh, one hundred yeah. or something like that. Wonderful. It, was, it had some very like hard. You could see like sheets, sheet work. Yeah, yeah, like uh-huh. rectangles and stuff. It also sort of reminded me of uh, the one where it's like. I'm going to make you good with this with this thing, and then the other people are like, "We're going to make you evil." Yeah. yeah, I forget what movie that was, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> they find some dynamite, you know, as you do in this abandoned mine. So much, very dynamite. lucky. <laughs> and the alien comes in and goes straight for Anne. Uh-huh. Then uh, Professor McFarland pops out and starts axing it. And then another alien comes oh, in. No. It's a real shit show. And suddenly, the room they're in is very white. There's spears and axes flying. Yep. It's like some 1950s level stuff. The professor gets a big scratch. Ouch. Libby gets her shirt ripped. Jerry's leg gets all scratched. Everyone's getting mildly injured. And then we suddenly discover all of these weaknesses that they have just very coincidentally. They can't. They, this this bright flashlight, which is like yeah. the, the dimmest flashlight I've ever seen in my life. Libby shines it in their eyes mm-hmm. and it gets blinded basically long enough for jerry to spear it to death yeah so it can go outside during the day but a flashlight no way it's the energizer power and uh another one's gonna attack Anne with a ray gun but then she throws a lantern at it and ah, it, uh, it bursts into flame and then disappears yeah i don't know if it reflected the gun back at it or oh, what the deal was i hadn't even thought of that but yeah so that makes so much more sense they think they've won when another alien comes mm-hmm. and libby blinds it mm-hmm. and they don't really rush after that they sort of like nope very slowly oh, walk out of there <laughs> further into the tunnels while being stalked by this thing mm-hmm. and then walking 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 hobbling hobbling there's a fake rat yeah a bunch ah! of rats i guess the rat scene was supposed to be much longer and had like a more significant portion <laughs> that's but funny because obviously they couldn't this rat looks with, so fake with the rats because of budgetary mm-hmm. reasons so they stop to rest and like assess the wounds yep and for libby and jerry to fall in love and also Anne and the professor yeah, to I love continue this. being in love oh you look so different without your glasses I think they really blew their load too early on these tunnels because even though this is like only an hour, mm-hmm. the end here really drags because of the repetitiveness, which the is the exact so same long. thing that happens in Creepazoids, which yeah. was another very short movie. But they like they have the end to just keep going over on, and over and, and over oh, again. Look, there's another creature. It's like, yeah, we get, we get it. it. You probably could have like been up in the house longer. There could have been more suspense of them like trying to get in or like peeping through the windows, finding more mutilated something. cows. Something, <laughs> but I mean that's a different movie. That Whatever was not, never will be. This movie it wasn't in we the cards. We can only appreciate it for what it is and wasn't what we were given. Be, and this is what it is. 
They eventually do get mm-hmm. to an exit, but yes. the professor stays back to make his final stand. He's got to light the dynamite. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, then when they get outside, there's another alien. Of course. How many of these freaking things are there? And the there? locals shoot it dead, but Which then there's more. It's so... With biscuits? Awesome. Or something? I, I, some sort of I forget thing about what he biscuits. said. He said he loaded the gun with, with something biscuits? weird. I couldn't catch it. It's fine. I'm pretty sure that's what he says. Um, I love this that they have been terror. These creatures have been terrorizing this county for thirty six years, and no one has shot one yet. Yeah, no one has seen them really. Come on, right? America. It's one, it's one of those. You have guns. How did these people exist before this situation? Like, what was? What were they doing? Yeah, they're like NPCs and waiting for the professor. Yeah, to it's come. like a campaign. Yeah, like a D and D campaign to trigger uh, plot elements. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it's really funny. The, the professor keeps doing battle in the tunnels. Mm-hmm. The locals rawr, keep shooting, rawr. but Anne has to go back down mm-hmm. to try and save him and get him out of there. Yeah, and she takes one of their she pistols. Does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she shoots the <laughs> alien a bunch. Pew, pew. Like like the 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 kickback of the gun. It's great. <laughs> and then they escape with moments to spare mm-hmm. until the dynamite goes off and kaboom! It vaporizes everything. The UFO, the home. Woo! That the old mystery. dynamite sure is something. Yep. I guess everything's all right now. There's peace, finally, in Berry Hill. Yeah, it's not like maybe the other aliens from this planet will now come to seek retribution for this uh, act of war that was done to their kin. How far do you need to go to get a fucking snack? Yeah, really. Or you can't you can't just abduct a bunch of cows and bring them back to home hey planet. Man, you know what? Sometimes you're smoking space weed and you're like you just get the munchies real bad and you're like I oh, mean it. God. I need some cows and German shepherds. I know if we just fly a little further, it'll be so much Come better cuz we man. can get those giant cows from the next galaxy, yeah. but like oh, these ones are right here. I know they're fattier, but, but whatever. You can just eat more of them. <laughs> um I like this movie. I found it entertaining for the most part. It had a heart of gold. You could tell that it did. I'm glad that it didn't uh, like drag out. No, it's yeah. non-plot for too long. It, it didn't overstay its welcome, but uh, I mean, it was fine. It was. I, I love the Dutch angles. I love the crazy lighting and smoke and everything. Would I watch this again? Yes. Yeah, in a while, definitely. Oh, one hundred percent. It's not. I'm honestly probably going to forget about it, mm-hmm. and then be like, "Oh yeah," and then watch it like drunk at two in the morning one day when you're asleep. Sounds great. <laughs> After I've fallen asleep watching the other movie, exactly. So our six degrees of Jamie Lee for this movie is John Bliss mm-hmm. Oliver. Uh, is in Art School Confidential with John Malkovich, who's in Queen's Logic with Jamie Lee Curtis. Bum, 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 we did it. And then there was another one, too, that you could do with, because uh, he was in The Miracle Worker with Patty Duke, who was, but I can't remember the exact That's fine. Line that you don't have to. I ended up getting to there. That's what IMDb's for. I'm sure there was someone better to go through through The Miracle Worker, but I was like, oh, maybe I'll try going through Patty Duke. Jesus Christ. I know. I didn't realize Patty Duke did so many of those like shitty lifetime, like made for TV. Oh, my daughter is in peril sort of movies. I don't know why. I think it's because I really know her best from being in like Valley of the Dolls. So I just assumed mm-hmm. she was more of a prestige actress. I, there must be some sort of break even point where you can work in five Hallmark movies and make almost as much. 
<laughs> yeah, well, these are more like lifetime movies. Oh, like, oh I see. My, my, Even worse. My daughter's been seduced into... <laughs> the Kijiji killer. Yeah, like yeah. that sort of stuff. But yeah. in like the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot more... Uh, oh, those must have been nuts. Weird, I'm sure. Probably a lot more... Uh, sexual overtones or yeah. like gangs and my husband's marijuana. been seduced by a 12 year old who's hooked him on quaaludes <laughs> and he's gonna kill her teacher for him yeah. Uh, yeah i would recommend this movie if you haven't watched it um you know it's definitely like one of those movies that would be on muted in a bar yeah. or a movie that they would be watching in, in a, a movie. movie yep and 100%. you're like is that a real movie where did this come from exactly 100 percent. i agree with you well should we say adios since yeah. our dog is scratching loudly in the background getting restless she can tell she's thumpering yep all right uh, uh if you'd like to follow us on social media you can follow us deaf first blood on instagram definitely for no definitely first blood on instagram oh no deaf first blood on twitter even though we never really use twitter uh and you can send us a definitely a first blood at gmail.com yeah. i've checked it two or three times a week since holy shit i know i really like uh, that's amazing good job uh, thanks i'm proud of you been been uh, uh trying to do it so thank you so much thanks for listening and we will see you next time you're the best here, talk we'll talk to you next we'll, time we'll see you we'll smell you we'll taste you next time okay bye bye goodbye, goodbye. Oh. hi dogs goodbye